uh, read the scripture. What do you say? Amen. Let's stand at this time, if you don't mind. Luke, the 15th chapter, Luke chapter 15. <clears throat> Luke, the 15th chapter. And the word of the Lord reads verses 15 through to 17. Luke 15, verse 15 through to 17. Amen. amen. You have it and you know it, say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. And the word of the Lord says, I'm reading to you from the Amplified Version Bible. And it says, so he went and forced, glued himself upon one of the citizens of that country who sent him into the fields to feed hogs. And he would gladly have fed on and filled his belly with the pods that the hogs were eating, but they could not satisfy his hunger and nobody gave him anything better. Then when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father have enough food and even food to spare that I am perishing, dying here of hunger. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. You may be seated. I'd like to talk to you upon the subject. Roaming makes you come to your senses. Roaming makes you come to your senses. Our technological and social society have geared us up to live in a more modern way than ever before. Isn't that right? Yes. And have given verbiage to the rise of things today that we cannot live without. Mm -hmm. Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. You cannot today live without Wi-Fi. And if you're pondering in your mind today, what is the definition of Wi-Fi? It's a facility allowing computers, smartphones, or other devices to connect to the internet or communicate with another wirelessly within a particular area. That is the definition of Wi-Fi. Case in point, if you were here today, if you're outside the church, they have a hotspot called a modem that's used. And if you're 850 feet or yards, it depends on how it's set up, you can connect to the church's Wi-Fi. If I were to ask you a question this, this evening on today, uh, the majority of things that we come to church for, we come to church to hear a good word. We come to church to hear some good music. We come to church to see our children, how they're trained, either on the 13th Sabbath or whatever Sabbath we have. We come to watch and see and be a part of the worship service. In today's living and thinking and our reality and where we are, each church has to have something that's very important now. Wi-Fi. It's not that you got cold water. It's not that you got the nearest bathroom. They want to know, do you have a good Wi-Fi connection? Now, in looking at this, not that you just have Wi-Fi, but that question comes, what's the code? What's the code? Because you want to get on it. You need to get on it because you want to use your minutes. Do you remember back in the day that you had to wait until after a certain time <laughs> before you could use your minutes? Because if you didn't, you would be using them up, and you would have to wait or pay for more before the end of the month. Are you with me? So now when we look at components of Wi-Fi, 
there are some things that we need to take into consideration when we think about roaming makes you come to your senses. You have to have the right model modem. Are you with me? There are many different names out there today in the types of modems in which we would use. There's a certain type of numbering that you would probably need to write this down. BPS, which means bits per second. That simply means how fast your signal travels and how strong your Wi-Fi is. The bandwidth. The bandwidth is the amount of information that can be sent over a network connection at one time. What do I mean by that? Sometimes when we use our Wi-Fi when we're at home, you're sending PDFs or you're sending documents. Some people send two or three of them. Some people send books, a book or books over the internet. And the bandwidth holds the capacity of how much you can send across the circuits. Are you with me? Our technological and social society have geared us up in such a postmodern way that we have transitioned now from an old adage than what we used to see days before. Our sermonic time together, uh, brothers and sisters, it's, it's not about our bandwidth. It's not about the type of modem that we would choose to use at work, at home, or at school. It's not about the strength of our signal, which our BPS is. Some of our BPS is a 400, 500. It depends on how much you want to pay Suddenlink for. Are you with me? It's not about the facility to communicate with another wirelessly in a particular area. It's not about the Wi-Fi code that you'll seldom try to ask somebody for if they're not on the same one as you. It's not about that. It's not about the connection that you have even right now, but it's about something we are not concerned about and have not paid attention to nowadays. It's called roaming. Do you remember that? It's called roaming. Well, you may jump from tower to tower today. You may jump from modem to modem today. You may jump from Wi-Fi to Wi-Fi today, but we don't even talk about roaming anymore. Well, what is roaming? You probably have that question in your mind. And just in case, since we no longer concentrate on roaming, this is what it means. The use of a mobile phone service that you can connect to when you cannot connect to the one that you normally use. I'm gonna say that again for clarity. Roaming means the use of a mobile phone service that you can connect to when you cannot connect to the one that you normally use. For example, like this story, if you're in a far country. Are you with me today? This simple entity is not talked about anymore, so in order for our purpose tonight to be understood, we have to already see this prodigal right here, the younger brother who left. We have to see him because he needs recalibration himself. Something is wrong with his perspective on how he thinks because he's roaming. So the first thing that this text is formulated to teach us about roaming makes you come to your senses that this guy was seeking his own way. He was doing what, everybody? Seeking his own way. Look with me in verses 11 and 12 of our text of Luke 15. Luke 15. Verse 11 and 12 tells us something, that he was seeking his own way. And I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, there was a certain man who had how many sons, everybody? Two. 
He had two sons. Whatever text you use, that's cool, but I'm gonna need you to say something back to me like you ain't asleep. Right. <laughs> he had how many sons everybody? Two. He had two sons, verse 12, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the part of the property that falls to me. And he divided the estate between the both of them. We're looking here. This is where you, you, you would use the book of Jewish customs and manners of the Bible. So in looking at this, in seeking his own way, he made a request of his father that he would only receive if his father had passed away. In other words, he wanted the part of the money that he would receive after the will and the lawyers would have read who's going to get what. In other words, he asked him in his face, I want what's coming to me right now before you die. Yep. That's very bold. Yes, and I got something to tell us. Sometimes the Father will allow you to have what makes you come to your senses. Right, yeah. Sometimes the Father will allow you to have what makes you come to your senses. I know you apply for the job. I know you're requesting the promotion. Amen. Everybody does. And there's no, nothing wrong in that. There's nothing wrong in wanting the next car. There's nothing wrong in wanting to live in another neighborhood. There's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong to want your own personal somebody that you've been looking for, your boo, your cool, or whoever. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's something wrong with the fact that God had to give you authorization to say that's okay. Can I break it down a little bit more for you all? While this gentleman was seeking his own way, he was roaming. His connection to the hub of the hot spot was fading because he already told his daddy, I want what's going to come from you right now. I'm not worried about my brother. I'm really not concerned about you. I'm not concerned about the servants. I want what's coming to me right now before I leave. He was using his own services so that he can connect to when he cannot connect to the one that he normally uses. Remember, he's asking for his right now. So he's asking for it so he can get ready to do what? Leave. So now you know when you're close to your modem and you have the Wi-Fi code, when you go outside that 850 yards or 50 feet, you are roaming. Your, cold, your, your connection then is fading quickly. So he began to seek in his own way because he asked for the money. We don't know how much it is, but we know it's enough to that he messed off not just in a couple of months, but a couple of days. It had to be enough to be an inheritance that he received from his father, and his father just gave it to him. Like I said to you earlier, sometimes the father, father, excuse me, will allow you to have what makes you come to your senses. Well, why would God do that? That's just not right. No, what you're asking and requesting, he's going to give it to you. But you're supposed to be a steward of what he gives you. If you're not a good steward, well, why would God give it to me? He's entrusted you with something important. So when he's divided up, he's expecting it back in return. Not just in tithe and offering, 
Because after you've given him the 10 and the offering, he expects you to be the good steward of the 90. You missed what I just told you. Not just the 10 and the offering, but he expects you to even be a better steward of the 90. Because it will then show how much you really love him. Are you going to squander what he's left you with? Are you just going to just throw it off in riotous living, as the text says? So not only does he seek his own way, causing himself to roam, and his signal begins to fade, but another point that this text is formulated to teach us is that he squandered his cheddar. <laughs> yeah, he squandered his money. He squandered his, yeah. Because, you know, he works and stuff like that. Because remember, he didn't have to work. Because he's, he's wrapped up in royalty. I hope y'all didn't miss your time right there. He's wrapped up in royalty. Let's go on with the text. Go with me to verses 13 through 14. He squandered his cheddar because he had some money. Isn't that right? And it says, verse 13, Amplified Version gives a great rendition. It says, and not many days after that, the younger son gathered up all that he had and journeyed into a distant country. And there he wasted his fortune in reckless and loose living. Verse 14, and when he had spent all he had, a mighty famine came upon that country, and he began to fall behind and be in want. <laughs> this is a serious text, brothers and sisters, so we already see that he, uh, he began to squander his money. You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with Dr. Christopher Manuel. I pray that today's message made your trouble smaller, your hope greater, and your faith restored. You're invited to join me every first and third Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and on Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located on 4517 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria and at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church on every second and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. located on 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria. Beloved, your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on air. Send your correspondence to P.O. Box 3131, Pineville, Louisiana 71361. 